Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for... We're really glad you're joining us. Hey, because we're on digital formats mostly, please share this far and wide. And uh, make sure that you tell your friends about the show because we don't have a lot of time to wake people up. We have a great show for you today. We'll be getting to Dr. Anna Mahalchuk in the guest segment where we're going to be talking about some unusual attributes of the vaccine. And you have all heard about the vaccine attacking the body, the spike protein. We know all that thanks to really good research like Dr. Anna. But she's going to reveal a different side of this that's going to really catch you off guard. We'll go to Anna in just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I am really concerned about the economy. It's collapsing right now before our eyes. The dollar has lost the reserve status of the world in, in, in just a matter of time. If you're vested heavily in your bank, you're going to lose. Whether it's your retirement or your savings, doesn't matter. And the Dodd-Frank Law of 2010 says that the government or the banks can keep it. You're an unsecured creditor thanks to the that Obama-era legislation. So what do you do? Well, you leave operating capital in the bank, but then you need to diversify, weather down, hunker down for the storm. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you don't buy gold because you're going to use it in an economic collapse. You're going to use it, hide it, bury it, whatever, because when we come out the other side and things are better, then you'll restore your wealth. It's that simple. And the same thing is true with all precious metals. But noble gold can actually save your retirement. Right now, they can put it under your control and back it with gold, which has held its value for 6,000 years. And, you know, the banks, well, since the 1980s, they've lost 85% of the dollar. I think this is a really easy choice. Now, I have to give a disclaimer here, courtesy of the FTC, and it's that all investments carry an inherent risk and there's no guarantees. We agree with giving that warning. However, I think there should be an additional warning, is that danger, Will Robinson, your bank account, your retirement connected to the bank is in dire danger. And once things unravel, you'll have nothing to be able to protect yourself with. So please, let me send you a digital information packet. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And what will you get? A complete description of the great work Noble Gold does. And I should say this is a matter of introduction to this. I have been selling for Noble Gold for six years. I have been a customer for five I trust my diversification of my portfolio to Noble Gold, and I'm really glad I did. They're not pushy. And if you want to call them directly, you can do that too. 877-646-5347. 877-646-5347. Well, batten down the hatches and buckle up, because when you hear Dr. Anna, you're going to say, oh my goodness, this stuff is scary. But remember, we want to lead by faith, not by fear, but we got to face the fear before we can lead. So stay tuned. You're going to like this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show, where we're freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Because a lot of these formats that you hear them on, we need you to share these because I don't think we have a lot of time to wake people up. And the walls are closing in, and we've talked about that. So please feel free to share. You're in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. And we have uh, Dr. and Ph.D. Anna Mahaja. And uh, we're going to talk about something that we don't get into much, but it is a hobby of mine. And if you follow me for years, you've heard me occasionally do shows on this. If you had been a undergrad or graduate student of mine, you've heard a little bit of this in my class. And I just love what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about mental and emotional manipulation, alteration, 
from sources that may surprise you. Most of you know about the spike proteins and this and that, but I guarantee that most of you don't know this. This is Anna's first appearance on the Common Sense Show. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, as I was telling you before we went on air, this is one of my favorite topics going back to 1961 and Jose Delgado's bullfight against uh, when he just he, he had a cape, but then he threw it aside and he had a remote control device and he made the bull go away. And uh, fascinating stuff. Are we really getting to the point, and I want to get into this in depth, do you think we're really getting to the point of mind control? Well, I actually think that that it's not that we're getting to the point, but that we've been for a long time subconsciously, and, and we, we were not aware of it. And now I think there's this whole different level. And uh, I think, um, you know, let me tell you a little bit about the background, about why I really was very interested uh, in it, because... Once I started investigating the nanotechnology within the uh, vials, and I really saw, you know, um, how the this self-assembly mechanism is going on, I remembered a book that I had read, which was called uh, Creating an Artificial Brain from a Time Crystal. So I'm a little bit of a nerd in the sense that I get interested in really out there topics. And it turns out that, um, that in there, it was talking about how for 50 years the resonant frequencies in different brain areas had been mapped also through the brain initiative that was really a big uh, a big push sort of in the military industrial complex and in sort of more um, uh, you know many scientific circles and then they wanted to create humanoid robots and what they did it out of was hydrogel and carbon nanotubes with metals and uh, that totally piqued my interest when all of a sudden I was seeing the same word show up <clears throat> and looking at live blood analysis of, of people. And I was trying to research what I was looking at. Uh, and uh, what I learned there was something very interesting is that uh, they definitely succeeded to create an artificial brain and that uh, hydrogel was a self-learning programmable matter. And that the microtubules in the brain, which are the same size as carbon nanotubes, which is the stuff that people are talking about, graphene oxide is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, it turns out that carbon nanotubes have the same diameter of microtubules, and this is where consciousness is being processed. And I was like, wow, look at that. So this is the first sort of indicator where I was saying, okay, what will be the technological platform of if we uh, had mind control on a large scale, how would this work? Particularly because Juval Harari from the uh, WEF was talking about, you know, making the soul and the spirit uh, of humanity a thing of the past and creating automatons. Um, so th- how, what is really, you know, the, the big thing about the, the soul and the spirit of humans is free will and the idea of, you know, genius, spontaneous thoughts. And uh, so... Anyways, this this kind of led me down many, many rabbit holes, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm happy to discuss this more. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is this is just too good to be true in terms of uh, topic and my interest. I- I've seen the clips. Uh, Clay Clark came on my show a number of months ago, and he played a clip from Harari where he said, we're hackable humans, free will is a thing of the past. And uh, we explored that in some detail. But I have a dear friend for 32 years, his name is Vance Davis. He was with the NSA attached to NATO, and they wanted these poor people to use Nazi-style occult to try to channel technology. I mean, I kid you not, this is real. They deserted their post. They were caught. Uh, President H.W. Bush didn't know what to do with them, so he cut them loose, and they destroyed. they tried to destroy their reputation so no one would believe them. But what he told me in his training is really interesting. He he said that uh, he got into a Genesis 6 biblical story without saying Genesis 6. Good guys, bad guys fought. They came here, and uh, the fallen angels, as they would call them in the Bible, intermarried with earth women, and they created a different strain of DNA and so forth. And their goal was originally to get back at God was to hack the soul, 
but they couldn't figure out how to do it. So they decided on transhumanism. Now, I don't know if that's the path you go down, but this is what the NSA was teaching in 1989. And, and, uh, it, it's, it ends up in a similar place. Even if the journey is not the same, I think you and my friend Vance end up in the same place. This is about seizing all control of us at every level. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I've been sounding the alarm about it. And so challenging as a clinician to actually explain to people this dimension, because if you really understand, uh, and the NSA uh, uh, specifically, you know, they, they very early on uh, sort of collaborated with people in the CIA, for example, Hal mm-hmm. Potov, you know, who um, initiated the remote viewing program. There was his background in Scientology, which is, you know, high level also out of body studies and remote viewing uh Ingo Schwann was involved in that and uh, basically to really understand that you know the stargate program of the CIA that was about developing psychic sc- uh, spies and being able to remote view information uh you know that was for real and that uh, very early on uh there was a huge push to find out a way to control you humanity's mind because mm-hmm. you know like even uh, Bresnik of the uh, Soviet Union discussed that this would be the absolute weapon of uh, you know ultimate power because if you can control people's mind without them even knowing it then you can control the world and uh, the the mindset of these people who want to control this world is that sick uh, so this is where the brain comes really in because the brain is kind of like a radio receiver and it is in different frequencies and so initially what they were doing was through this MK Ultra program uh, you know they were splintering personalities through severe trauma often sexual abuse from childhood on uh, and then they were programming these people with altered personalities either to you know even become sleeper assassin mature in Canada this kind of stuff but also to control people so they there was, you know, at the same time, there was this uh, this program of the CIA called Midnight Climax, where, uh, you know, they were just uh, um, uh, using prostitutes to basically get uh, get blackmail material on people. And that's what they've used in politics. Obviously, you know, Jeffrey Epstein comes to mind with something like that. So why is this so important? Uh, because... If you think about our television sets, our, uh, you know, all of the equipment that we're working with, it is aware, for example, uh, that there are these beats of frequencies that can put people in a hypnotic state uh, with increased suggestibility. And then, you know, what was found was that subliminal messages could be sent. So instead of traumatizing somebody, you just send them a frequency on a carrier wave and uh, that can have, you know, information. Then it was, for example, found out that you can uh, send through microwaves, you can make people hear voices within their head. Uh, and uh, that was obviously a huge weapon that was even potentially used in uh, Desert Storm um, in, in yes. wartime situation where people, you know, uh, they, they um, behave very strangely or they, they thought they were he- hearing the voice of God. The reason why this is of interest now is a lot of people don't know, but there are hundreds of thousands of targeted uh, uh, individuals, even in the United States, that are being attacked routinely via microwave, uh, um, you know, weapons, and that are having a voice-to-skull type of phenomena where literally thoughts are inserted. And it sounds like science fiction, but but a lot of people have, uh, you know, number one, evidence of it. And number two, there's also FBI testimony of former agents who are whistleblowers who discussed uh, the just horrific measures that some of these government agencies, uh, you know, are doing towards uh, the population, because this is without their consent, a form of electronic mind control. Um, I'm just a new member of, of the organization called Targeted Justice, which has the first uh, lawsuit in, in the Fifth Circuit, uh, 
you know, against the government uh, about targeting these individuals. And so it's very important that the army had a document that said, you know, the mind has no firewall. And what that means is the brain, uh, it, it acts like a radio antenna receiver and it cannot protect itself. It cannot determine whether or not a signal that's elect- uh, electric or electronic, whether or not that uh, happens from inside of the uh, the mind or from outside. And so we have to be very concerned about this. And um, I'll tell you also where my uh, uh, flags absolutely went up is um, so we I've been working with Clifford Carnicum. Clifford Carnicum is the president of the Carnicum Institute who investigated Morgellons for 30 years. And what's very interesting was we were looking at what are the, really the chemical components or different between um, COVID-19 injected blood and and unvaccinated blood. And what we found, we did a lot of different uh, experiments. One was with what's called an impedance spectroscopy, which uh, used a frequency from zero... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time hertz to twenty five thousand hertz and looked at what happened and it turns out that between three and five hertz which is an extremely low frequency the vaccinated blood had absolute sensitivity and abnormal response why is this so significant because HARP, High Active Oral Research Project, which has been used for weather warfare, also for mind control, uh, is, is exactly creating an ambient field around the earth, uh, um, that's been measured everywhere. So could it be that, uh, right now, uh, one of the receiving modalities of how people are being manipulated, because we're clearly seeing personality changes, is through these these frequencies. And the other confirmation that I got, you know, I have a colleague, for example, who is a targeted individual who had a very specialized
standardized MRI scan and showed that the corpus callosum uh, was specifically sensitive and having frequencies of four hertz, which is basically, you know, while you're you're awake but but you're asleep. This is a, a, a brainwave form of delta, which is your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. So it's very concerning to see these things and and then to see this in in light of the agenda of the transhumanists who want to create automatons and then see what's happening in reality. I mean, here we have lockdowns, we have mask mandates, we have, you know, these these uh, bioweapons that have killed so many people and people are not rioting. They're, they seem to still be totally apathic. So what is going on in terms of yeah. this uh, this happening? What's the mechanism of this uh, this type of apathy? And I believe that it's frequency induced. Yeah, I agree. I interviewed Nick Begich not too long. Well, it was a while after he wrote his book, uh, Angels Don't Play This Harp. And he had all of the patents in his book for the first generation of what you're talking about. And uh, he and I discussed this off air as well. And he felt that this was broadband, in other words, could affect a general area, but it could target specific individuals or groups. And uh, he just said, it's just a matter of how the array that you put up on the ionosphere before you bring it back. So I can, can I can basically confirm what you're saying there. But you said something else I wanted to talk about. I was trained in uh, guided imagery for athletes. Technical term, I guess, would be clinical hypnosis. And in my training, we learned that you won't do something against your will. It's called perceptual defense unless the context of the situation is changed. So you might not get a nonviolent person to do something violent unless you can make them falsely believe their life or their family's life is in danger. Uh, are you saying that electronic manipulation bypasses that entirely? Yes, because if you look at targeted individuals who, for example, all of a sudden are becoming paranoid, they feel that, uh, um, you know, they're being stalked. There are also the, the whole idea with remote torture. So it's not just the psychological torture, but people are having these symptoms of, for example, you know, behind the, on the temporal lobe extreme, uh, mm-hmm. either headaches, they, they fall to the side, vertigo-like symptoms, they can't function. Function. Um, so, so that's one aspect. But then I also see a lot. For example, I've had uh, school teachers tell me that they have seventh grader who uh, the majority of them are injected, and uh, that tell them that they're hearing in their head they should kill themselves. Uh, so there's a tremendous amount of people who have reported that after they got the shots, they were either having demonic visions or they. Had having, you know, extreme anxiety, depression, they felt like their brain was on fire. This whole idea of the word brain fog, which I believe is such a misnomer, because I've looked at functional brain EEGs of people who had this, uh, these symptoms, and literally, I saw brain aging uh, uh, that was a very extreme and very specific area, which is the hippocampus area where the short-term memory is, was affected. It almost was that the brain was targeted And so if you have people that are unable to think straight and they're so fatigued, they can also not fight this overall global takeover. So I believe that part of the symptomatology of what they were calling COVID, which they never found a virus, I clearly think that, that, you know, what I've seen in the blood were these filaments that are behind me, uh, this Morgellons-like substance, we found the signature in the blood that's hydrogel. Uh, we found quantum dot-like uh, um, uh, technology that clearly these are blinking lights that change colors from red to blue to yellow, and I can film them in the live blood now even of va- unvaccinated people. So I believe that we are being modified optogenetically. Everything is frequency, including our body. So it's not just about affecting our brain. Our DNA can be changed via frequency. And this stuff is everywhere. We found these filaments in rainwater, in the mass, in the nasal swabs, in medication. I've looked at self-assembling nanotechnology in insulin, in Benadryl, dexamethasone. I've looked at childhood vaccines. The same stuff is 
and the COVID uh, shots, and they're using metals. And what was so interesting about the metals, so I'm a certified chelation practitioner, meaning I pull out heavy metals out of people. You can reverse things like arteriosclerosis and just help them, you know, detoxify. But in the geoengineering projects, you know, they've been spraying aluminum, which is a neurotoxin, barium on us. And so... What you get is, is a cognitive dis- uh, dysfunction from, from that perspective. But all of the injections, all of the vaccines, even childhood vaccines had undisclosed metals in them. And a while back, I had listened to Mark Steele, the weapon expert from uh, the UK, who discussed that metals are actually wetware in the body that are used for radar reconnaissance, uh, uh, because, you know, they can see you uh, for with facial recognition from a satellite and actually in 2006 that the army had had technology to see via satellite who's vaxxed and who isn't just based on their metal content so there's something about this entire uh you know nano antenna array and if you listen to uh dr ail i'm butchering his his name but he's a, a professor for georgetown university who talked about that that the mRNA vaccines and nanoplasmodic graphene uh, antennas and arrays. And he uh, describes, he is all about the metaverse and uploading people into the metaverse in terms of your digital twin. And he was explaining how literally these these shots are very successful, you know, and uh, all of his lecture are about, you know, satellites and, and 6G and how to completely create a smart grid and it turns out humans are part of this so i think that 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 what is not being talked about you know everybody is talking about the spike protein you know people are not broaching the subject of nanotechnology and then specifically not the subject of mind control even though everybody's noticing personality changing in pe- uh, in people and uh you know they're not even able to comprehend even into uh, intellectually very well versed people they cannot process basic information in terms of, hey, you know, there was increased mortality with these shots. They just cannot, you know, uh, uh, comprehend it. So I think that there is some, some intentional, uh, control system there. Um, you mean like a, so- a suggestive hypnotic block? Yeah, yes, that's right. Exactly. So imagine. Well, this would be biochemical, I would assume. Well, it can be frequency as well. So again, you know, if we're talking about ELF frequency, so we already know that 5G can uh, affect and modify, uh, you know, the contents of what is in the body. Uh, And um, remember, uh, Dr. Peter Goriev from Russia. He uh, was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Medicine and Physiology in 2021. He met an untimely death uh, because he was suggesting that uh, the uh, in his lab they proved that uh, uh, based on 5G, the sequence of, of corona could be infolded and unfolded from the quantum field and made more virulent. And two weeks after he made that announcement, he was dead. But he was the one who uh, really developed the gene wave linguistics model. And what he said is that our DNA is really a hologram of light and sound. And that he was the one, the first one to teleport the information of our DNA um, so he uh, took a laser, uh, a, a laser inf- interferometer, uh, was able to translate the, the holographic information of the DNA of one species of a frog and teleport it to another Petri dish, to another species of the frog, and the frog develop according to that. So what this is saying is you can modify DNA with light, sound, and frequency, and uh, you can use this for purposes, but in optogenetics, we know that with through light, you can also modify DNA. And if you're modifying DNA or the brain, they're vice versa affecting each other. 
So I think that there's, there's a, a level of science that most clinicians or physicians aren't aware of that's clearly affecting things. And you have to ask yourself, why would they, why would the elites want to control our minds? Because our observation, according to quantum physics, creates reality. And, uh, and so I think it's very important to, to look into, uh, this aspect and to be aware that mind control is part of this warfare. It's considered an extremely potent weapon of the intelligence communities. No, I would agree. I'm going to add this in too, and, and I'm not sure where it fits into the paradigm. It either fits in to the biological manipulation or something else. The lifespan of America since the advent of the lockdowns has gone down by three years. And I've gotten this from life insurance actuaries who will talk to me off the record because they want to keep their job. And I talked to one of them. I said, tell me why my insurance doubled. I haven't had an accident. I haven't had a homeowner's claim. Why? And his answer was, well, it was other natural disasters. I go, no, it's not. No, it's not. I said, call me back on my private line. Call me where you can have a conversation. And this guy wanted to remain an agent, so he did. And I said, it's either the vaccine or another feature, but it's abnormal. And he said, you're absolutely right. He said 47% of the payments that we're making right now are to people who are at least post our pre-10 years uh, above their life expectancy. In other words, if their life expectancy might be 77 based on how they live, they're dying at 67 or earlier. And he said it's particularly exacerbated in young male athletes. So is this the cause of frequency? Is it the cause of biochemical from the vaccines? How do you view this, this increase and in, rapid increase in the death curve? Well, so what we found in the blood were these filamental structures in the hydrogels. And I was one of the clinicians. So I got the blood clots from Richard Hirschman, the embalmer. And he sent me clots. And I uh, also analyzed clots of living vaccinated individuals and then unvaccinated individuals. And so this is where this whole idea of hydrogel comes in, because the only person before us was Mike Adams, who looked at the clots uh, with his mass spec and uh, found that it was a carbon-based polymer. Polymer is like a plastic that had metals in it and that was extremely resistant to decomposition, even with acids. So what we did, Clifford Carnegie and I, so we looked at, uh, number one, the near-infrared spectroscopy, and we found that this is a polymerized protein. It's kind of like a rubber and that's what it looked like and we used like uh, more than six different caustic agents from toluene deed stripper you know petroleum fuel injector solution, and none of it could dissolve it. So this is something that self-assembles. Richard Hirschman sent me clots that were 33 inches long. This is not possible. I've been a doctor for over 20 years. I've never clinically seen anything like this. And it is rubber. It's a rubbery substance. So it's clearly a uh, something that would go in the line of synthetic biology. And hydrogels are self-assembling polymers. So they just continue to grow. You know, in our in our clinician scientific group internationally, we had coll- uh, someone collected the ionized foot bath water of a vaccinated person person and just put it in a mason jar and left it there. And the filaments continued to grow until after six months, a quarter of the mason jar was filled. And I'm the one who actually filmed embalmed blood of somebody who died of these rubbery clots and uh, their blood was embalmed and uh, they had been dead for eight months. And I filmed how this stuff continues to sell the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. 
Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Assemble. I know that this sounds absolutely horrifying, but this is why it's so important to discuss it. Because, you know, what I found is that the, um, the blood clotting as well as, you know, the metals can be removed with EDTA. Vitamin C is helpful. Things like natokinase, humic and fulvic acid. Uh, so these things are all important to consider therapeutic usages. But uh, what is so interesting, you know, there were some people who had, for example, vaccine injury uh, symptoms, like um, uh, a woman who was bleeding for like five months and got one EDTA IV chelation and the bleeding stopped. You know, and I've had people who uh, had like severe brain fog and long COVID symptoms. And uh, it appears that this EDTA clearly it helps with the blood clumping because we found that electrically the electrical conductivity of the blood was decreased by 47 percent now let me just with clear logic say what would happen if somebody hijacks 47 percent of your life force and how would that shorten lifespan exactly what you're alluding to what is the mechanism that you would embark on accelerated aging you know all diseases of aging uh, uh, can be caused through what's called mitochondrial dysfunction which is literally low electricity. So I think, uh, you know, all of this is kind of intertwined. We just have to look at a bigger picture of how it all is. Yeah, I agree. You mentioned earlier um, that it attacks the hippocampus. And I think we might be able to connect a dot here. I read research on Japanese centenarians. This is probably 15 years old. And the biggest measure they use to predict longevity or try to even look at a blind MRI and try to predict the age was the health of the hippocampus. They found that was the number one brain predictor in what they were looking at. Um, so you're saying that the, that the hippocampus is being attacked. This is to increase mortality. Do you think is this? Well, so the way, the, uh, the way I measure it, this is a functional brain EEG and it looks at voltage. And what I've been seeing is, for example, that, that, uh, if the normal voltage range is like from nine microvolts to 17 microvolts, these people who have brain fog, it looks like their brain is functioning, but in the hippocampus, the voltage is like one microvolt or 0.5 microvolts, meaning there's no electrical elect, uh, activity. So the hippocampus is the site of the neuronal stem cells. This is how you actually grow new baby neurons to learn new stuff. And without that area, you know, your brain ages. You look like you got dementia while you're 30 years old. So I have been, you know, working in age reversal. This is how uh, the reason why I look at these things. The other thing, by the way, I find what you just said very, very interesting with the hippocampal volume. The other thing, um, the the test that I do in people is the autonomic nervous system function test. And most allopathic doctors don't look at this. But the autonomic nervous system is in charge of all of your organ systems subconsciously, right? And it affects you emotionally. If you have too much fight and flight, you're going to be angry anxious, you're going to be Mm -hmm. all over the place. So turns out that the voltage, the overall voltage in the autonomic nervous system also was extremely reduced. And uh, one of the areas that is measured is the heart. So cardiac autonomic neuropathy was something that now started happening in people where you've never seen that in 30-year-olds. Well, what does it cause? Arrhythmia, heart arrhythmia, abnormal heart rate variability ability which increases your risk of sudden cardiac death so there's something about this that is electrically also affecting the autonomic nervous system the central nervous system clearly causing accelerated aging and uh, you know again when when you're working with molecules that are what's called electron donors it's like putting uh, gasoline back into your empty gas tank and all of a sudden you can functionally age reverse people and and and, um, you know, help with the chronic fatigue, the brain fog, sometimes in a very dramatic fashion. And I've got to ask you this. I've got a friend who took one vaccine and now he's complaining. And he's an active individual in his 60s. 
And he has brain fog now. He has low energy levels. Um, he's a highly motivated person, very ambitious. And he told me it's getting worse and worse. I'm trying to get him to go get an MRI. And he told me the only thing that makes him feel better is working out. And I think there might be a connection there. Do you want to address that? Well, so when you're working out, uh, you know, your muscles are voltage packed. So you're actually increasing the electrical conductivity of your, uh, let's say, you know, uh, physical body. And so then that will increase, you know, your, um, uh, your overall energy. But uh, the reason why people are so tired is what we found out, uh, Clifford Cronicum uh, and I, we did um, research on the uh, the state of the iron and uh, so iron uh, transports oxygen when it is in a two plus state and this te- this uh, what do you mean by uh, two plus state film- you, you got to break that down okay, for the so- layman. Okay, I, I'm sorry. So, um, in your red blood cells, you have this molecule called hemoglobin, and mm-hmm. it transports oxygen dependent on uh, um, the state of the iron. And there is a state of iron in which you're binding oxygen, and a state where you don't, where you're not binding oxygen. And it turns out that the filaments are changing the electrostatics of the red blood cells so that the uh, the iron isn't binding. Oxygen. Oxygen. That means you're going to be tired and you're, you're going to have what's called low formation. That means stacking of the red blood cells. If the, the red blood cells are stacked like this, they cannot give off the oxygen. So, um, uh, this is how people, even young people, they feel extremely fatigued sometimes. You know, they're walking upstairs, they're short of breath, even though their oxygen meter shows normal. But it's part of this rouleau and the, uh, this, this stacking of the red blood cell and the changes that are happen electrically with it. Yeah, this is something he, he's told me descriptively. He said, I'll, I'll go to the gym and I'll be just exhausted. I could lay down and go to sleep right there on the mat. But he said, once I start to exert myself, and he does max resistance training. And so he's really putting a good burst of what you're describing for chemicals into his system. And he says the longer he works out, the more energy he gets, and he feels energized until sometime the next day. And I said, you know, that's a buffering effect that is often associated with anti-dementia with exercise. But I said, what you're telling me is this hits your energy force. And now you're kind of confirming it through this explanation. So if people have this, one of the things they should be doing is uh, either intense resistance training or HIT training. Um, Do you think this is a good buffer? I think that they need to get their blood checked by somebody who knows what they're looking at because, you know, cleaning the blood out is a good idea and there's ways of doing it. Um, You know, not all people who do live blood and which is kind of poo-pooed by the allopathic medical system, sure. uh, uh, you know, know about this nanotechnology stuff, but it's now visible around the world. I have colleagues everywhere around the world. Uh, and, you know, all you do is you just take a finger poke and uh, people see these filaments that are clearly abnormal and they yeah. see how the blood is clumping. So once you dissolve that, then people really feel better. Um, so that's that's sort of you know the way I would look at it. and then um, just to get back in regards to this whole brain fog story, uh, you understand that people who have brain fog who don't feel motivated who are chronically fatigued, you know they cannot fight in this fight and they cannot also uh, what we discussed earlier really comprehend the information uh, that is just being uh, coming out every day. There's so much stuff from every side we're being bombarded and it just becomes too much. And so someone like that cannot fight for their freedom. And I believe that this is literally part of the strategy to overwhelm humanity so much, uh, put them either in a, in a, um, constant fear state, like with the lockdowns, etc., constant stress and overload of information to where, uh, you know, many people just can't cope. Wow. This is uh, absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, I knew some of this 
was potentially there. By the way, you mentioned voice to skull. I talked to Nick Begich about that, too. He did a demonstration to the European Union, and he showed I can put voices inside your head. And at that time, I think it was like 1997, he uh, he got them to actually enact a law forbidding this. And I asked him, I said, how would you catch someone? It's like subliminal perception. If someone's, you know, flashing images in a theater screen, eat popcorn, drink soda, how would you catch them? Because it's subliminal. Uh, you wouldn't catch them. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, I've done interviews with Kathy O'Brien, who is a, a MK Ultra um, a CIA asset, and she really explained how you know their uh, forms of mind control are so advanced. For example, um, uh, she was in courtrooms where people were testifying, and they had a pen-like, uh, just size structure that they were able to push and change the the mind and the uh, you know the testimony of the person in court. And she discussed how harp, for example, has been used in the rioting in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, and because certain frequencies uh, can make people extremely agitated. Uh, so here again is the question, you know, why did the CDC, for example, have the zombie apocalypse on their website? Remember that. And, you know, what were they trying to kind of uh, pre-program us with in terms of what is coming? So what would happen to people who have, uh, let's say, a bidirectional telemetry installed in them as a software, you know, let's say this nanotechnology that has manifested, we know that the MAC address phenomena is real and has been documented. Um, there's a great group of scientists and doctors in Ecuador by the name of Komusav, who uh, did uh, uh, excellent testing, clearly showing that those people who were injected were emitting uh, roaming MAC addresses, but also those who got the swab, who were uninjected and got the swab and so uh, they are emitting um, uh, so MAC address mean mean access code for electronic devices and uh, these are unregistered devices if you have an, a, a device it needs to be registered with certain uh, government and agencies and, and they're not and so uh, people uh, around the world have done testing with these uh, Bluetooth apps and, uh, you know, they go into a public place and there's, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of these uh, unregistered MAC addresses because there are so many vaccinated people around. And people yes. say this is sci-fi, but you can right. do your own testing, you know, and then you can you can say whether or not this is sci-fi because we've verified it and it's absolutely real. Anna, you don't even know you need to go beyond the anecdotal. When you come into a room and a happy song is on, the mood is better. I mean, we, we just know, and like when you, you get the runner's high with endorphins and dopamine, um, we already know this stuff is real, but it's these people have learned to channel it and make it into an evil science. I mean, they could be using this to heal people, couldn't they? Absolutely. And we know that, um, you know, there are so many technologies that were uh, suppressed. So re- remember Lakovsky, for example. George Lakovsky was a Hungarian engineer and he created the multi-wave oscillator. He really figured out that a cell is just like a electronic circuitry board mm-hmm. and that you can, uh, uh, every aspect of the cell, like the mitochondria, the cell nucleus has a certain vibratory frequency and in fact he was explaining that you know if there's infections the bacteria have a certain frequency and your cell has a healthy frequency and if the bacteria take over your healthy frequency then you get sick but on the other hand if you take if your healthy frequency takes over the bacterial then you're not affected but he was able through this multi-wave oscillator to cure cancer cure all kinds of diseases you know similar like uh, uh, Raymond Rife who the Rife machine, uh, right. machine who uh, was using this. Then there was Prior. Uh, Prior in, in France had a machine uh, that also cured cancer. He was uh, uh, able to uh, create uh, literally vacuum engineering. So reverse people mm-hmm. to a timeline where they, ne- where they were never sick. There's so much technology. Are you talking about that- time dilation? 
Yes, well, I'm I'm talking about you know what what Tom Bearden talked about that really you know the uh, if you're manipulating potentials with what's called negative energy, uh, uh, literally you can you can change timelines and you can heal people by by. Um, uh, uh, improving the master control system that Fritz Alexander Pop talked about in biophotonics. There's there's a lot of ways to heal the body. So everything that has been weaponized right now with nanotechnology, let's say, you know, if instead of 5G, you send a frequency that's a healing frequency, or even the Schumann resonance, 7.83, something like that, uh, you know, you could heal people instantly of cancer, and we know that that's possible, and that has been done. It's just that they have captured the technology, have used it for negative, and um, this is what we need to fight. Yeah, I've got a friend named Dr. Sherry Edwards, and she's developed this science called bioacoustics. And she, what she does is she has equipment that analyzes the voice frequencies of people. So she did it on me. Now, this is only anecdotal. It's only one case. But she went back into my childhood and told me what I had when I was young. That doesn't even affect me today. It, you, it wouldn't show up in a medical test today. But she was able to go back and say, you had this and this when you were a kid, probably about 10 and then probably about 7. I said, how would you know this? This is amazing. And she can also pick up emotional states. She can pick up on deception. It's a great lie detector. Um, it, this is this is the new way. Frequencies is the new wave. There's absolutely no question about it. And I kind of stumbled into this because quantum physics was a hobby. And from quantum physics, I got into the uh, how does psychic ability work? And you get into fifth dimensional, you know, the, the mind, frequency of the mind might be in the fifth dimension where all time stands still and is on a single strand. So that was my initial interest in this. And then it very quickly went to the health. But what you're, what I'm really interested I want to go back to this just for a second. And you were talking about, and you described the term time dilation. You may not use that term, but that's a term I use. And let me tell you what I've been told. And now you get into the spiritual. I've been told that the evil people on this planet think they can bypass judgment day, you know, in, in the belief that the Jesus is coming for the second coming through time dilation. I don't know if you've heard that before or not. But I've had people with backgrounds similar to you that have said, this is what I've discovered. In fact, actually, I don't know if Kathy O'Brien says that, but people I've talked to from Kathy O'Brien's background have told me the same thing, that they've been told, we don't have to worry about judgment. We have time dilation. So, you know, clearly uh, the elites have access to um, technology, you know, here you get into, is it possible to, if it's possible to remote view the future, is it possible to change timelines? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, and so uh, this gets, this definitely gets, that gets pretty advanced because the question is again, you know, um, if, if we in quantum physics are the observer and we can collapse reality, what type of realities can we, um, you know, uh, can we formulate? I don't know the psychology of all of the elitists. I do, I am aware that, you know, when, when certain things happen, for example, if there is, um, uh, ritual abuse and sacrifice of children, you lose your soul. And uh, I believe that also in discussing, for example, with Kathy O'Brien, uh, she was explaining that literally, you know, the quality of the people who who are part of this demonic part, they have a coldness, a steel coldness, and and they're literally people call them psychopathic, but they don't have a conscience, which means their soul is no longer intact because when you sell it to the darkness, you become the darkness in a That's sense, true. and yeah. and 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 so I. 
I think that at at that point, conscience doesn't even exist anymore because the only viewpoint is just hate of God and all that is divine, and there's no consequence of the darkness. If you look at technocracy, they no longer really have any moral values. They just say, you know, our technology is superior, and uh, and we don't need to consider even the moral basis of good or bad. So then judgment becomes totally obsolete. Um, I think that this this whole uh, uh, philosophical thinking is nonsensical because uh, I, I think it's very, very misdirected. And ultimately, uh, you know, without a soul and a spirit, you also have no genius. You have no spontaneity. You have you know uh the the divine aspect of being part of the all in all and 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 making uh amazing futures happen if you only uh have this one uh pointed view i i i i don't think that with what they've done they can ex- escape i believe I that there's a black pit waiting for them <laughs> i think there's an across the board degeneration effect i do agree but I'm wondering, is this why they're pursuing transhumanism as a way to counterbalance that? But they want to uh, pursue transhumanism because they want to become technologically immortal by simply saying, okay, you know, I'm going to upload, they want to upload their consciousness into the cloud, basically have immortality by preserving that. Uh, If you look at Kurzweil and who's discussing, okay, initially there will be just fusion between you know synthetic biology and 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 technology but eventually they want to phase out all biology and just have it become only technology and the idea is that ai is their god that is really what also kathy o'brien said you know uh, artificial intelligence is their god and so this assimilation into a technological cold artificial intelligent mindset that yes can give you all the facts but it is devoid void of divine inspiration of beauty of love of you know uh really really anything so so uh i think that this is this, this is why the nanotechnology also plays in because if you're looking at artificial intelligence programming of this uh, uh this nanotechnology that's supposed to cut the connection to the soul and uh, uh that is really the goal you know to stop the connection with god in whichever way, uh, you know, yes. they're endeavoring to. See, I knew we'd end up at the same place. The journey's a little different, but the conclusion is something I 100% agree with. I, I want to get something on the record from you, though. You talked about hydrogel, and I think you linked it to sentient ability in, in AI. Um, does this have anything to do with shedding? And does do vaccines have a shelf life, I hope? By asking the question, I hope this is not a permanent effect for people who've uh, unknowingly taken the vaccine. So, uh, you know, many of my colleagues who believe that there was mRNA in the vial say Mm -hmm. that, okay, shedding only lasts so long and they're shedding spike protein that supposedly has been, uh, you know, reverse transcribed into the DNA through the mRNA. So. 26 teams worldwide have looked at the vials and many have found no mRNA, okay? okay? They found no molecules of life, no phosphorus, no nitrogen. So what that means is that many vials didn't contain mRNA. What did they contain? They contained technology. So uh, uh, metals were present and then this hydrogel stuff. This stuff continues to replicate, which is what I was alluding to earlier, even outside right. of the body, even in, in, in dead people. And this stuff, we found this in saliva, in urine, in menstrual fluid. It, so, so it is what is shedding from people. Plus, we're being environmentally sprayed from us through geoengineering. Plus, I found it in the meat supply. Plus, it's in medication. Yes. And also, you know, in our food supply, because as the 
technology has been sprayed onto, uh, uh, you know, the flora and fauna, that's infected too. So we're getting it from every way. And the ultimate transhumanist goal is to digitize every living thing on Earth, every microbe, and, and fuse it with synthetic biology and technology. So, uh, you know, and we're in the end stages of that. So we're fighting for the, the ability to continue to have free will and to be humans and not be fused with technology. But we also have to fight for our biosphere because everything is being affected through this. Yeah, you're exactly right. You just, wow, what a great summary that was. That was tremendous. I'm interviewing someone who used to be with the CIA later today. And he's talking about what you're talking about, and it's now in the GMOs, and this is why they don't want you to know what GMOs are. Uh, Anna, we're just, we're out of time. How do people follow your good work? And we're definitely going to have you back on, but how do people, how does my audience follow you? Yes, so um, you can find my substack at Anna, A-N-A, Mihalcha, M-I-H-A-L-C-E-A, mdphd.substack.com, and my book is Light Medicine, A New Paradigm, The Science of Light, Spirit, and Longevity, and I describe a new model for medicine based on quantum physics and how mind and observation integrates into health. Yeah, but I've lived so long, I got to do a show on my hobby interests. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We will have you back. You were absolutely fascinating. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.